A lot of us enjoy watching sports. Some of us watch it for entertainment. Some of us watch it to get inspired. Whereas some of us watch it to gain knowledge about certain sports. Something very common that I've noticed is that a lot of people, while watching sports on television, sit and make criticisms on the athlete's performance. I think sometimes I found myself guilty of that as well. So I'm a very big fan of Formula One, and when I want my favorite driver to win, I'm like, "Come on, Charles, go faster!" You know, and a very common one nowadays is. when will virat kohli score a century and you know a lot of people keep commenting on his form while it's easy for us to sit and comment on an athlete and their performance not a lot of us understand what they're going through their struggles their mental health problems you know just because they train professionals we can't really expect them to be perfect you know they too are humans like us you know they have the same problems that we have so on today's episode we talk about the mental health of an athlete This episode is in conversation with Jenny Nandu, who is a sports psychologist. So, without further ado, let's get right into the episode. So, on today's episode, where we talk about the mental health of a professional athlete, Jenny, what are the mental health problems that professional athletes usually face? Okay, uh, so basically, the research suggests that mental health disorders affect up to thirty-five percent of elite athletes at some stage of their careers, and mm. this can range from burnout and substance abuse to eating disorders depression and anxiety so there are a range of disorders that can affect the athletes mm-hmm. and there are also a range of triggers that act as contributing factors like from poor sleep to selection pressures and premature retirement due to injury and so on right so jenny are professional athletes open to the idea of therapy and do you think it's a common practice amongst them to visit a therapist so as of today uh, going to therapy is still not as normal or a common practice amongst the athletes coaches and the sporting fraternity for that matter mm-hmm. uh, as we would like it to be. Mm-hmm. definitely creating awareness and having open conversations is a stepping stone to making therapy or mental training a part of athletes routine Mm-hmm. So currently more elite athletes are opening up about mental health struggles and how they are seeking help through therapy and how it has benefited them is actually uh, helping a lot of young athletes it's reassuring them that it's okay it's reassuring them to accept and acknowledge the importance of mental health and it's also encouraging them to take up therapy and visit a sports psychologist so mm-hmm. very recently Simone Biles and Naomi Osaka this spoke about their mental health condition and it's definitely helping and driving the conversation that is needed right now with spreading awareness which will then help athletes to come out and talk about their mental health struggles mm-hmm. and currently we would i would not say it's the ideal situation or the ideal scenario but it is getting better so jenny you work with athletes as well right so have you noticed any change in them like before you were working with them and after you started working with them you know a change in their idea of therapy like are they more open to therapy now than they were in the beginning yes definitely like i said um, since now a lot of athletes are coming out and speaking out speaking mm-hmm. about uh, their mental health struggles it's helping it's helping the younger athletes with elite athletes coming and talking so right virat kohli recently said in his one of his interview that he felt very lonely during his tough period then yeah. sachin tendulkar has spoken about how before matches he used to feel anxious so all of this is definitely helping and it is you know people are talking about mental health struggles and it is driving the conversation that is needed it is 
helping and spreading awareness about mental health so it has changed but i would say we are still a long way to go and hmm. it is but however i would say it's still much better than how, what it was before the pandemic right so jenny thriveworks which is a counseling psychology and psychiatry service found that one in 3 elite athletes suffer from anxiety and depression can you tell us why are athletes so susceptible to mental health illnesses okay so it's a good question so mm-hmm. athletes are vulnerable to mental health disorders because of various specific stressors they experience in their sporting environment mm-hmm. so they usually operate in very different environmental and social contexts right mm-hmm. so for example we uh, perceive athletes as superhuman beings with mm-hmm. unfathomable will power speed strength skills and abilities but we often don't see the mental struggles which are real they are emotionally overwhelming and they are mentally taxing mm-hmm. and uh, very often they have to maintain that image of being strong and tough due to which they cannot actually talk about their struggles which is one of which is an added stressor for them so let's say they actually face a lot of unique stressors throughout their sporting career so uh, research was done by fletcher and sarkar in 2014 mm-hmm. which identified three main categories of stressors experienced by athletes namely mm-hmm. organizational personal and competitive so the key factors included uh, overtraining or retirement phase of their career or the athletes are experiencing performance failure or uh, mm-hmm. there's a lot of performance expectations from significant others like their parents coaches there are self expectations injury is one of the factor uh, or if they are experiencing any major negative life events such as a death of their close one financial crunch so they have to manage everything they have to manage the organizational factors such as traveling and spending long periods away from home or if mm-hmm. there are any other personal stressors or any family issues uh on top of that they have to maintain their performance pressures like maintaining a particular body shape that is required in their sport so all of these stressors can actually impact their athletic performance and their mental well-being so this this makes it harder for athletes because they are living in an environment which is different than what another normal human being is experiencing right i completely agree with you with the part of the whole part of the pressure you know I feel like even now I don't know if you're following cricket, but Virat Kohli has not been having a very good, you know, time. Like for so the past six months, has not been for him, and he gets hammered for it on social media. Like the, when I open Instagram after his matches and all, it's literally like everyone is bashing Virat Kohli. Uh, yes. So, as audience, we have to understand that they are athletes. They are normal human beings. They just happen to be athletes because they've chosen to. play sports but they also like us experience a lot of uh, uh, other issues they have their personal issues they have other issues going on in their life and if th- that can impact their performance and if we are scrutinizing them for the their performance it is in fact adding the stress on them so right now if i if you're following olympics um, simone biles she um, withdrew from the finals american gymnastic team mm-hmm. and for which a lot of people uh, told her saying that she is not mentally strong enough or yeah. she is a quitter which is not fair right because even they are human beings and they are experiencing a lot of stressors <laughs> and if they have taken a decision to withdraw or they have decision to they have taken a decision to step back then we should accept that we should respect that 
that decision of theirs instead of scrutinizing them on social media because th- definitely uh, that is not helping them it's actually adding a lot of burden on them yeah yeah right so we just spoke about Simone Manuel right so yeah. during the olympics she said that she might be experiencing symptoms of overtraining syndrome can you explain what overtraining syndrome is and what are the symptoms that athletes exhibit okay yeah so overtraining syndrome is also known as burnout uh, which is a condition in which athlete experiences fatigue and declining performance sport despite continuing or increased training so it is basically it happens when an athlete fails to recover adequately from their training or competition so some of the symptoms could be like mood changes uh, decreased motivation frequent injuries and illnesses changes in their appetite or weight increased mm-hmm. anger or irritability there are sleep disturbances they are either sleeping too much or they are not getting adequate sleep and a decreased performance like i said so it's basically all of these symptoms are combination of changes in their hormones the suppression of their immune system which is why they are able to not fight any infection physical fatigue and psychological changes so if you are looking for overtraining syndrome in any of your athletes a few warning signs or red flags to look for is if an athlete is no longer enjoying the sport enjoying playing the sport or the sport is a dominating factor in the family's life and in the athlete's life so mm. all the conversations in the in the athlete's life is only about sport and um, uh, very often uh, rewards are based on performance and results and not effort in sport so if mm-hmm. you see an environment where uh, either the coach or the family or the athlete themselves they're just focusing on results and the number of medals or the timing or the number of goals and not focusing on effort this can mm-hmm. actually lead to burnout um and uh, in female athletes if they are older than 16 years old and they are still not menstruating or if they are following a very strict diet regime uh, to mm-hmm. become a better athlete these are one of the few um, warning signs or red flags to look for if you are looking for overtraining syndrome yeah i feel like in india i have seen this a lot like since uh, kids are younger they are always taught that you should play to win okay this is a very bad attitude to have like yes, i see it exactly. in a lot of places lot of places you know is this and i've seen some famous people also say that you should play to win or what's the point of even playing and all i don't think they understand that the play to win adds a lot of stress and pressure on the athlete because for people saying it's like they just have to say you know they don't really have to do what it takes to win but the athletes are the ones who have to perform and then if you say you have to play to win you're just adding more pressure on them yes i completely agree with you like this is just adding pressure because playing to win win is a big thing to say on the that day on that particular day who whatever match you're playing with whichever competitor that day whoever's done well who has going to be you know that does not make if you lose again that does not mean that you are a bad athlete but mm-hmm. because we emphasize so much on winning uh that adds adds so much of pressure and then that adds so much negative things around it like there are so many negative thoughts around it there are so many irrational thoughts that come with that so we mm-hmm. don't really understand that but and as an athlete you tend to associate yourself with winning so if you've not won that means you are not a good player or maybe you've just upset your coach or your significant others like your parents they won't be happy with you your friends will mock you if you don't win 
so all of this adds a lot of pressure on the athlete and uh, yes definitely we should focus more on the efforts that they are putting uh, so in their training if they are showing good efforts if they are pushing themselves we should uh, we should appreciate that instead of the number of goals they are scoring or the timing that they are giving or on their number of medals they are getting but that is just one part of the sport but sport is not just about winning right so jenny do you think only athletes from specific sports that probably people think or you know are genuinely more intense as compared to other sports do only those athletes fa- uh, face more pressure or do you think it's all the same so i wouldn't say that all sports are the same or if there are any differences but um, there are few mental disorders that are diagnosed more in certain sports mm-hmm. so we'll take for example gymnastics and cyclists um, cycling so in these sports a lot of athletes uh, face a lot of body image and eating disorders because they are required to have a lean body shape and uh, similarly concussions are very common in sports like football rugby and similar contact sports so right yeah and i also feel like there's more pressure added when the sports are like sort of decorated like you know cricket mm-hmm. and cricket is like a very big sport in our country in india Correct. so i feel like there also if there's so much added pressure there is also going to comes along with it mental health problems for the athletes because for the 1.3 billion people you know that they are playing for and they are also chosen they are the chosen 11 of the 1.3 billion so that is a lot of responsibility on their on their end and i i feel like also hockey or hockey team at the olympics Yes, I was very happy to see them with the medal. But what I was, what I was also observing was was the build up to it. I saw Twitter and everyone was like, "Oh, go for bronze," which is a good thing. You're motivating them, but you're also at the same time adding pressure. You know, because you know that in forty one years we hadn't won a medal in hockey. Yeah, so it was a lot of added pressure for them. So even hockey is like a decorated sport in our country for sure. So I think these, if there is added pressure externally, added pressure that also causes a lot of mental health problems. Yeah, definitely. External pressures do cause a lot of pressure. So this could be caused by like fans or uh, uh, their coaches or their support system. If they are, uh, you know, expect they have to lot of expectations from the athlete. This can cause a lot of uh, pressure. So expectations of is something that can cause added pressure in any of the sports. So definitely. Yeah. Right. So Jenny, how and why has the pandemic and postponement of the Tokyo twenty twenty Olympics? impacted the mental health of the athletes like those who took part in the olympics yes uh, so postponement of olympics and the pan- pandemic did bring a lot of uncertainties for a lot of athletes so a lot of plans were jeopardized jeopardized training was shut uh, goals were not met for many athletes and did this and this did bring a lot of anxiety amongst the athletes so athletes were uh, scared of being affected of by the disease or and they were scared that if their loved ones will get disease some are also mourning the deaths of their deaths of their loved ones people uh, athletes are scared whether when will the competition happen uh, they've not trained enough so if they go for competition will they perform well and after a break uh, they are worried about going back to their um, level that they were before the break so this did bring a lot of uncertainty amongst the athletes and that did bring a lot of anxiety so it definitely the new normal has brought a lot of changes and mm-hmm. it has negatively impacted their their mental health so playing competitions without audience or training in smaller groups wearing masks and face shields 
uh, dealing with all the covid protocols it's not a pleasant experience mm-hmm. and it has been difficult for a lot of athletes yeah i also feel like while they are like you know it it got postponed and while they were at practice finally they also mm-hmm. would have had to worry about their loved ones at home because covid still exists That's- it's not like it's over You know? Yeah, correct. They they were a lot of athletes were mainly scared about um, themselves being affected by COVID because if they get affected, they miss out on twenty one days of their training and the post COVID symptoms. Uh, they you know does not really let you uh, perform at your uh, maximum because you have to take care of your health as well. And with the same time, they are worried about their parents at back at home or their significant others at home who will be. They were worried about them not being affected. They that. Uh, them not being affected by the covid-19 disease so yeah th- there was a lot of worry and anxiety amongst the athletes and with that they also had to deal with all the new protocols of uh, sanitizing themselves their bags their training bags their equipments with uh, and wearing their face shields working out with their masks at certain places so yes mm-hmm. it was a difficult journey for most of the athletes yeah and and like another thing that they have to form like a bio bubble with their team you know that is like it is a good thing it's a safe thing but i feel like it's also one of the contributing factor to their worsening mental health because like yeah relaxing so you are put in a bio bubble which seems cool from outside oh wow they're following all the covid protocols mm-hmm. but those living in the bio bubble they know how difficult it is and uh, it it is a taxing process it's not easy to live in a bio bubble it is difficult you are not allowed to go out you are not allowed to do a lot of things in the bio bubble mm-hmm. you are living you are you know following a same routine it's a monotonous routine and with that you are also expected to play well perform well with that there's no audience watching you which you are very much you know you expect the audience around you so very much used to people and media's media houses being around you now with okay. all with you being in bio bubble all of that is not there it's it's changed so it is a difficult process altogether yeah yeah i feel like the bio bubble must be really hard you know to live in yes And a lot of cricketers have opened up about uh, their the, difficulty, yeah yeah difficulty they faced in the bio bubble yeah right uh, it's quite a good episode i feel like a lot for people to learn you know like not many people don't know the mental health problems that they go to like go through all they expect is sort of you know great performance and if they're performing well they're going to cheer them if they're not they're going to you know hammer yeah, them we often look up look up to athletes so we want yeah. them really strong and you know we want to hear the motivational stories the sacrifices they've had yeah but we do yeah. not often see that you know they are normal human beings if they are sacrificing so much it's it's it, it is overwhelming for them and it is putting a lot of mental health uh, struggle and they are also going through a lot of problems so we have to even acknowledge that so it comes with a bag it comes with a whole package it's not just the sacrifices it also the sacrifices they also have to experience a lot of struggles mental health struggles yeah yeah i agree i just hope that people listening you know sort of now understand that athletes also have mental problems they are also human they're not super human we can't always expect expect them to be at their peak or at their best or whatever it's it's their life and honestly they 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 are also normal yes so yeah uh, so thank you jenny for being with us and 
sharing your bit of you know knowledge with us oh uh, yeah right. just just huh. before we end uh, i would just like to uh, add a few things like as an mm-hmm. audience how we can help athletes with their mental health so oh yeah just mm-hmm. just a small thing so uh, uh, i would like to say that we need creating a space that actually encourage athletes to talk more about their mental health struggles and listening to them is the least we all can do as as audience as the support uh, staff for the athletes so supporting the athletes in their decisions uh, not scrutinizing them for feeling vulnerable mm-hmm. and accepting that it is okay to feel to not feel okay and advocating the same to the athletes so if you really want to prevent any chronic mental health issues we need to be open and normalize mental health awareness and make mental training a part of athletes regular training so just small things that we can do we can encourage them to focus on their own self uh, listen to the athletes and uh, support them encourage them to talk and uh, just listening to them will help a lot help the athletes and it will make them feel that they are heard and uh, they have been accepted and uh, you know people are thinking about their mental health as well so mm-hmm. yeah this is the least we all can do and i would just like it's a request for all of you all to do your bit as yeah or the support staff for that thank you journey for being with us thank and... you aman okay so before you leave and before i end this episode i just want you to follow us on spotify on instagram and every platform that you possibly can uh, we would really appreciate it I wanted to hit the bell icon. I know Spotify has got the bell icon now, so that you're always notified when we release episodes. And I've not really been consistent with the uploads, but I will try my best to do that. And yeah, I think it's been a great episode, a very good learning for myself, and I'm sure for like a lot of people. I'd say it was very eye-opening personally because there are so many things you know. that i didn't probably think of you know so many things that i came to realize that i should stop doing you know especially like criticizing criticizing athletes behind the screen i feel like that's the that's a very common thing more specifically in india you know when we're watching cricket we're always like are you know kohli kya kar raha hai and you know those those kind of things it's very common uh, you know we see it from probably our parents or sometimes even our friends and we're passing it down you know we discuss amongst our friends also ki kya yaar kohli ko kya ho gaya usko team se nikalna chahiye i feel like we don't know the most of the problems that you know that the athletes are facing you know um and everyone experiences performance drop you know you can't expect them to be perfect at all times so yeah all in all an amazing episode i hope you enjoyed it because i certainly did uh if you're still listening I am planning on working on this very cool project. It's a passion project for the podcast of course. Uh I would require people to participate for it. So if you're willing to be part, you know, you can uh message us on Instagram or you can write us an email. I'll tell you what it's about. Uh really interesting of course. Your name will be anonymous and all of that. But yes, do let me know if you are interested in being part of this passion project of mine. Um I've put a put months of thought into it i'd say i'm not really sure if i can say put the work into it because i'm not executed it yet but uh, yeah but anyways see all now before i end this episode 
I would like to apologize to all of you listening. You know, <clears throat> I know we haven't been really consistent with uploading the episodes of late, and I personally take accountability for that because I think the last year personally has been really hard for me. You know, um, moving to university in another city, making new friends, and kind of adjusting to the environment and everything. I think it was a little more difficult for me than it was for the other two guys. <clears throat> so. Yeah, it's just been really hard. Uh, I wanted to be honest. I wanted to let you all know because I think it's unfair that you know, um, I don't upload episodes as often because I do the editing, I post on Instagram. So, it's because of me that these delays are happening, and I'm gonna try and do better. You know, now I'm back home for holidays, so I will try my best. I am trying my best actually <laughs> to do better. But yeah, but life is still sad, guys. I don't, <laughs> I do not have a girlfriend, or maybe I do. No, I'm kidding. I don't. I I I wish I did, but I do not. And finally, to everyone who's listening, thank you for listening, and I'll see you in the next episode. And I'm sorry for such a long outro.